Broadcasting by the sea in sunny San Diego, this is the Ascended Masters at Work show, where we lift the veil of mysticism and reveal ancient secrets brought to earth by the world's greatest spiritual teachers. Here we share real-life stories that change lives and widen our eyes. And now, here is your host and spiritual life coach, Reverend Shirlene Reeves. Welcome to the Ascended Masters at Work show, where we'll leverage spirit into business, finance, and lifestyle. I am Reverend Shirlene Reeves. And what does it mean, leverage spirit into business, finance, and lifestyle? You must be wondering that. Well, this show provides a blend of metaphysical, spiritual thought brought to us by the ancient masters with the intention of lifting the veil of mysticism to reveal secrets that bring peace, hope, freedom, and abundance in our lives. We'll hear real-life stories from guest experts around the world who will illustrate how these unique spiritual principles and universal laws changed the direction of their lives and made a difference in their mental peace, their abundance of income, and increased their business, which, of course, changed the dynamics in their lifestyle. As an entrepreneur myself, it took me years of patience, persistence, and focus to find an easy solution for sharing program development and sales solution to small business owners who do phenomenally well once they blend the techniques I share with the spiritual laws and principles. And I travel frequently all over the world. I love to connect with small business owners and we sit and chat and have a bit of coffee or tea. And during our chats, I consistently hear how frustrated they are because they're running around from one networking to event, event to the next and they don't produce the results. And in fact, they find out at tax time that they may not even have paid for all the meals that they had to shell out for at the events. So I thought, why not bring a big awakening to all of you? And then when you do the numbers, you'll learn how to connect spirit and all the universal principles. And then when you do the numbers, you'll find out that you actually have an income to overcome all the expenses throughout your year. And by the way, did you know that Bloomberg reported that 18 out of 20 businesses fail after only 18 months? Pretty dismal, right? That means a lot of people's dreams are going down the tubes and they're trying to start something, but they're just not quite getting there. And many of the entrepreneurs ask me, how do I get over that hump? I can't figure out how to get over that hump. And really the name of that hump is going from the hobby zone to a business zone. So I've been an entrepreneur almost all of my life, and I'm going to show you how to use the spiritual laws to get out of that hobby zone and into a real life business. And, you know, spirit's been my guide since I was five years old. But trust me, it took a long time, a really long time to hear the messages, act on them and believe that something was really going to happen, especially when I really, really was working hard at it. But I have to be honest, 
you know, it's taken a lifetime of studying the mystical secrets and trusting spirits guidance. And with that help, I bootstrap my nationwide business from zero to millions with 23,000 people working under me across the nation for a period of 17 years. And if you're wondering by what I mean by spirit, well, what I mean by spirit is, you know, we use the term God, universe, your higher being, but I use the word spirit and God interchangeably. And sometimes I talk about Jesus or some of the great masters. And I'm grateful that spirit's been there my whole life. And in fact, I'm guided completely by spirit. My dad loves to say, I blow with the wind. And it's kind of true because spirit does blow with the wind, right? And recently, about a year and a half ago now, Spirit came and told me that I was going to be moving from Walnut Creek to San Diego. And, oh, that upset me so much because the people that were closest to my heart and my community were all in Northern California. And I thought, if I move to San Diego, who am I going to have? Well, I didn't realize that two-thirds of the transformational leaders are all here. We're talking about Jack Canfield and Deepak Chopra and a number of others live right here with me. So it was definitely the right move for me, but it was really hard to accept it and move forward on it. I also want you to know that I studied under Ram Dass and Wayne Dyer for five years on Maui. So I'm really well versed in the Bible, A Course in Miracles, and I have a master's degree in metaphysical science, which is why I'm a life coach and a reverend. And guess what? I'm a continuing student of the mystic secrets that lift the veil. And that's what I'll be sharing with you during our weekly Thursday shows. We're all here attending Earth School. And I think you'll love and appreciate the stories shared here because they'll be easy to understand and you'll learn great ideas that you can put into action today. And today we're going to talk about waking up and staying awake. Now, a lot of you already are awake, but there's challenges to staying awake. Have you ever know, noticed that? Because we go to get up in the morning, we'll go to work or do whatever we're doing. Then we're there all day, we come home, we fix dinner, we put the kids to bed, we watch TV, go to bed, get up, do breakfast, and start it all over again. It's really hard to find time for you, isn't it? And I know what you mean, because children can be extremely active. I was just with my grandchildren for Mother's Day, and oh my gosh, are they busy, they're only six and seven, and I don't know how, if I lived with them all the time, I could find time for myself. It's really hard. But I'm going to bring you a guest today. I'm so excited about this special guest because she's been a dear, dear friend of mine for a very long time. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. She is a soul alchemist who teaches people to make a powerful mindset shift. Can you imagine if she could just guide you through making a mindset shift? And what happens when she does this with you is it leads you into life mastery, and it literally accelerates your spiritual growth. She's been a spiritual teacher and a healer for over 30 years, so she really knows her stuff. 
And she has guided hundreds of clients to attune to the power of their divine source. And what happens is when you do this, it frees up your energy from the burden of old mistakes and resentments. And it literally realigns with your life purpose. This wonderful woman has studied, practiced, and taught many wisdom traditions, including Tibetan Buddhism, core shamanism, Sufism, and she studies the Ascended Masters' mystical traditions just like I do. And she empowers her clients to create and maintain spiritual momentum. Her name is Sumaya O'Grady. And she's developed amazing programs and ceremonies for teaching powerful spiritual tools for life mastery based on the Ascended Master material. Sumaya, I want to welcome you to the show. What an honor to have you today. Oh, thank you, Charlene. The honor is all mine. I'm so excited to be on your show today. Well, you are such an accomplished woman. I just, I'm just in awe of you, you know, uh, with a master's degree in psychology, along with everything else I named. And you also teach, uh, tell me if I'm right, both the Tibetan Buddhist tradition and the Sufi tradition. Is that correct? Well, I mainly teach the Ascended Master traditions as I currently understand them. However, everything that I have ever studied, practiced, and taught is still in me, and so I draw from all of that. I have learned so much from the amazing teachers that I've studied with. So it's all, you know, (laughs) part of my being at this point, and that's the wisdom that I have in me. Well, and you know, you do have a lot of wisdom. The first time I met Sumaya, I said, oh my gosh, you are an amazing teacher. You're, you're going to be a leader all over. And sure enough, that's what she's doing. So Sumaya, I, I know so many people are either awakened or they're in the process of awakening or they're just starting out. And I wanted to ask you, What is your story around how you got started looking into spirit and and changing your life? How did that happen? Well, Shirlene, I can't remember a time in my life when that wasn't my focus. I think I was born metaphysical. (laughs) (laughs) So I, ever since I was a child... I had a deep not a thirst to understand the universe, and I was told that God always was and always will be as part of the catechism I was taught, and I used to think as a six-year-old kid, what does that mean? Always was and always will be, and of course that's an unanswerable question really. Uh, it's one of the deeper mysteries, but that's how I started out. And throughout my life and into my adulthood, I was really on a quest to understand why are we here? Why am I here? And I just wanted to know. So I've studied a lot of different traditions as part of that quest. And I've just gathered all the different puzzle pieces that have kind of made a mosaic that now I look at and draw from 
I feel really blessed that I have found truly amazing, enlightened teachers to study from and work with, and then they have told me to be a teacher of that tradition, and so it's just continued. Uh, there's no one thing that happened. I just I feel like Spirit has guided me into each place that I've been to study. Mm. Wow, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, I know... Uh, that you might have some insight when people are really trying to move forward in their spiritual knowledge. I notice that they just read book after book after book, but they don't really seem to retain very much of it. And an example I have is they'll go to church on Sunday morning and they'll sing and they'll pray and they'll listen to the service, but it's like they forget it two hours later. So what is it, what can they do to really focus on whatever it is that they're trying to learn when they read? Because if they don't really focus on it and they don't learn that next step, then that holds them back and holds them back in everything that they do. I agree, and I hear this a lot. However, the spiritual path is so much more than just learning stuff out of a book or hearing a lecture or hearing a talk because it has to get deeper in you. It has to become a a more cellular experience and to get out of the head and into the heart. And one of the best ways I know to do that is to start really using a spiritual practice Something like meditation is probably the best core practice that anyone can use because that takes all the stuff that's running around inside your head and into your heart, into your body, and it becomes living. It becomes part of you. And when you use meditation, you can eventually connect to your inner self, and that's where the knowledge can really land that you're learning. To listen to the broadcast live using a regular phone, dial 605-475-1600 and press 1 for station 1 or call 716-748-0150 as an alternative. Sumaya O'Grady, your soul alchemist and spiritual teacher. I can teach you to make a powerful mindset shift that leads to life mastery, clarity of purpose, and accelerated spiritual growth. Would you like sharper thinking, perceptions, and better decision making? What if I could show you how to free up the energy that's trapped in old mistakes and resentments? So you can really move forward. Maybe you'd like a reliable way to connect to your divine source for greater guidance and personal empowerment. If this is what you're looking for, check out my website. You can also get my free gift, which is a guided healing in the Temple of the Violet Flame. Go to Soul Deep Confidence dot com 
forward slash gift. That's soul, S-O-U-L, deep, D-E-E-P, confidence.com, forward slash gift. For more information, you can call me, 707-877-6368. Call in to interact live during the show. Call 888-627-6008 in the U.S. and Canada or 323-744-4831 worldwide. That's such a good question, Shirlene, and I see this all the time. I think the important thing to know is that if if someone is just reading a lot of different books and hearing lectures, the information is just staying in their heads. It's not landing in their body, and it's not landing in their heart. And to really make progress on a spiritual path, it's got to land in your heart. So I really advise people to do some kind of spiritual practice that brings it home inside instead of remaining on the outside as words. Mm -hmm. And the practice that I think is the most effective is some kind of meditation practice. There's a lot of ways to meditate, but a good practice will bring you into your heart, get it into your cells, and help you really get to know yourself. Now, I could go on and on about meditation, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think I'll stop there so that, uh, you know, if you have some further questions. I do. You know, I, mm-hmm. I've been meditating since I was 16, so it's kind of a natural thing for me. And I spend about two hours every morning with spirit, which is how I get my instruction. And, and I think you and I were talking the other day, I'm going to be leaving on Thursday to go to the Grand Tetons for a personal retreat because that's what I've been asked to do. Again, you know, that blowing with the wind thing. So, so many people ask me, Sumaya, how do you get these messages? Where do they come from? And I've been receiving them since I was five. And so what do you think? What What's a good answer when people ask me that question? Because I've never figured out a good answer. Well, I think a lot of people might not even be ready for the true answer, mm-hmm. which is that, you know, the the information just comes to you from the Ascended Masters, but they might not understand who the Ascended Masters are. Mm-hmm. And so I get information like that, too, and I usually just share that it was some inspiration that came to me during meditation. Mm, and that often just covers it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that does cover it. That does cover it. So tell me, what do people do when they have too many thoughts and they just can't shut their mind down? I, I know this is your specialty. So <laughs> what, do you, what do they do when they've got that going on in their head? Well, 
because I'm a spiritual teacher, I get asked that question a lot by people who say, I've tried to meditate, Sumaya, and I just can't do it. I have too many thoughts, and therefore I'm not going to try this anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> I hate to hear that because, really, it's part of the human condition. We all have way too many thoughts, and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or that that you shouldn't meditate. Some people believe that, oh, I'm the kind of person who can't meditate because of this, but we're all that kind of person. Mm. And what I know is that we were all born with enlightened genes. We were designed to be able to have spiritual experiences. We're designed to be able to meditate. It's in our spiritual DNA. And it's just a matter of getting activated. And one of the ways you can get activated, to have that DNA activated, is to work with a teacher like me or to just stick with it. Because the too many thoughts in the beginning, can be really tough, but that does change. It's only something that happens in the beginning. And the more you meditate, the more you're able to begin to realize that there are actually spaces between your thoughts, not just steady streams. So do you think that everyone has that spiritual DNA? Absolutely. I know they do. So how do they know? I mean... I mean, there's even atheists out there. Do you think they have it too? Of course. <laughs> is it what what we believe in our heads about spirituality isn't mm-hmm. relevant. It's it's not. Um, what I mean is, you know, you can believe something, but that doesn't change reality. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So the the enlightened genes are there. Whether or not a person's life experience allows them to really work with that and to embrace it and move with it, they might not. It's a choice. Everyone makes that choice. But if someone is really drawn to a spiritual path and they try to meditate and they're beset with all those thoughts, then they can take heart from the fact that they have enlightened genes and that they can do this and that there's nothing wrong with them because they have so many thoughts. Mm-hmm. So what's the best way for someone to start out? Because they try and sit down and do it for 20 minutes or an hour, and mm. it's darn near impossible to do that, right, when you're first starting out? I used yes. to fall asleep. It is. <laughs> Um, falling asleep is one thing that happens, and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but I'll come back to that. I I usually just suggest someone do it for 10 minutes in the beginning, maybe even five minutes. It depends on their personality style. Some people are just more hyper, and other people are more naturally calm. And if I'm working with someone, I kind of assess what, you know, just what their natural style is, and then I'll assign a meditation practice to them that's going to help them. Mm-hmm. And I I have a way of guiding them in that's really simple and easy, 
it's really about connecting to your breath, connecting to your heart. And most people are able to do that, and they find that it helps quiet them down so that they can start the process of just being with their own minds because that's it. That's, yes. that's what we face in meditation. We're facing ourselves. Sumaya, you teach people to meditate, don't you? Isn't that yes. what you do in your courses? And yes, I do. When you walk them, and you do some really phenomenal meditations. I just love her meditations, i got to tell you, because her voice is so beautiful on them. But can people hang in there long enough to go through the meditation, or how do you support them to get through it? And how long are they? Well, my meditations are about 30 minutes. Mm. However... I do have some shorter ones. It depends on where someone is at in their experience level with spirituality and meditation when they come to me. So I have a number of different programs, and I'll start them out with something short and simple. But my um, most of the meditations that I have are guided meditations. And so that's a real easy way for people to settle in because I guide them in with their breath and connecting to their heart in a very specific way. And then I give them a visualization. And once they have that and they have my voice to hang on to, and I know how to pace it so that they often find that they can go deeper with mm. what I do than they've ever been able to do before. Wow, that's amazing. That's really amazing. And I, I know that I, I've done your meditations myself, and mm. they take you into a really, really deep place, which is awesome because that's when you can actually get the messages that you're looking for, right? Yes, that's it. I really teach people to not get caught up in worrying about all the thoughts and things that are happening in their head, to just let that go and not to worry about it because the whole point of meditation, I believe, is to connect to your soul, to your divine source, whatever you call that, your higher self. It doesn't really matter whether it's God or source or spirit. Uh, I know that you use similar words, but that's really the point, is to get through the wall of thoughts to actually connect into that. And that's where you get your guidance. That's mm. where you get to connect with that inner fountain of wisdom and knowledge that all of us have. But the and you can be ahead. guided that way also. Yes, I I guide people into that. That's my programs are all about guiding people deeper and deeper so that they can really connect to their divine source. I call that the I am presence. And mm. once you connect to that, then the thoughts are not so much a problem. <laughs> uh, well, could you just tell us quickly um, what you mean by the I am presence? Yes. I am is just another name for God. And when Moses met God at the burning bush. He said, Who shall I call you? What is your name? And God said in Hebrew, I am who am. And so we know that 
I am is just a name for God. And when you're connecting to I am and saying or thinking about your source as that, then it becomes very empowering. It's very different than being a little small person who's connecting to a great person up in the sky somewhere. This is like acknowledging your own divinity by thinking about your source as I am. Mm. Wow, and I am is consciousness, right? Because yes. we, all are, we all live in that consciousness. Yes, and it's acknowledging your own divine consciousness when you think of it as your I am presence. It's the Absolutely. presence within that's really you, your divinity. Mm. Okay, well, we're going to take a little break, and we will be right back with Sumaya. Because, and I have the most amazing question, and you're going to be surprised at what it is. So see you in just a minute. Tune in to the Ascended Masters at Work Show Live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time on PBS Radio Station One. Hi, I'm Sumaya O'Grady your soul alchemist and spiritual teacher. I can teach you to make a powerful mindset shift that leads to life mastery, clarity of purpose, and accelerated spiritual growth. Would you like sharper thinking, perceptions, and better decision-making? What if I could show you how to free up the energy that's trapped in old mistakes and resentments so you can really move forward? Maybe you'd like a reliable way to connect to your divine source for greater guidance and personal empowerment. If this is what you're looking for, check out my website. You can also get my free gift, which is a guided healing in the Temple of the Violet Flame. Go to souldeepconfidence.com forward slash gift. That's soul, S-O-U-L, deep, D-E-E-P, confidence.com forward slash gift. For more information, you can call me 707-877-6368. bbsradio.com listen live player buttons in flash and html can be accessed on every page and android and apple smartphones and devices can download our free app with live access and host interaction at the push of a button well, welcome back, everybody. Um, we are still here with Sumaya O'Grady, and I promised you I was going to ask a really good question. And I know this is a good question because it happens to me a lot. 
you know how we go along and we're doing okay and we're thinking, oh man, we're I'm really doing well with my meditation. I I'm getting messages, I'm following messages, and then suddenly, boom, you can't sit still anymore. <laughs> and I get completely bored and I get up and go, Oh, I can't do this today. Sumaya, what is that all about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I know that happens to me. It happens to everyone from beginners to experienced meditators. <laughs> I call that hot boredom. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what do you do about hot boredom? Oh, my gosh. And it really is hot boredom. I can't hardly sit still when that happens. Well, there's this thing that happens in modern life where normally our minds are kept entertained throughout the day. And in, in our culture, really, I have to say this, include myself too, we're entertainment junkies. And mm-hmm. so the prospect of sitting still with no entertainment is sometimes daunting. And what happens is that becomes very stressful, and then the thoughts seem to come very fast and furious, but of course they're not very interesting. We want to meditate <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> they're not interesting they're telling me I gotta go do stuff you know yeah. I gotta go switch the laundry over or oh I didn't get the dishes done yet or maybe the dog needs to go out there's anything but sitting there and yeah. you know finally I just give up and go do it is, is that the right thing to do or what do we do when that happens <laughs> <laughs> well the best thing to do is to just recognize that you're human and love yourself. Just take a breath. Get back to your breath. Connect to your heart. Even put your hand over your heart. And just speak your name right into your heart. Mm. And speak it with love. And just say it three times silently and lovingly. And then take some more breaths. And if you can breathe from deeper in your belly, that's a magic thing to do. Because that automatically lowers your stress level and calms you down. So does it help stop the talking? The chatter? It does. It really does. But the best thing to know is that this is just another part of the human condition. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It's just a stage, and it's something that you can shift in and out of hot boredom, and the next time you meditate, it'll be totally different. It it usually is different. Yeah. (laughs) Thank goodness. (laughs) Too many days of that would be a big problem for me. (laughs) Yes, yes. Yeah. It's just a temporary stage, and it's not anything to get too worried about or worked up about. And if you try some of the things I mentioned, it usually helps. And just the thing is to just change, shift gears, shift Mm -hmm. into your breath, and see what happens. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you for that. That is that's an awesome idea, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try it next time I'm sitting there. In hot boredom. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
Now, Sumaya, you mentioned the violet flame. And mm -hmm. I know this is one of the most uh, important things in your life. And you have this great story about the violet flame. Would you share it with us? Oh, yes, I'd love to. I sometimes am in communication with an ascended master, St. Germain. And he had given me an instruction to sit in the violet flame for 15 minutes a day. And I thought, oh, privately, I thought to myself, well, a 15's good, a half an hour is better. <laughs> so <laughs> I decided to do that. And then I got a further instruction from Spirit that I should really use the violet flame for forgiveness because that is one of its uh, uses. It's very powerful for forgiveness. Well, then I thought, I don't have anyone to forgive. But these, this is what I'm being guided to do, so I better do it. So I sat in my meditation, and I set my intention to forgive whoever I'm supposed to forgive, because I couldn't think of anybody. <laughs> That's famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sat there, and I brought in the violet flame, and I'm sitting in the flame, and then... Pretty soon, someone showed up inside my head. And, oh my gosh, this was someone I had not thought of for 20 years. Mm. And I had completely forgotten about them. But I realized when they showed up, I was still really ticked off at them. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, that was kind of a shock to discover that I could just feel that anger energy come up and well you know sometimes spiritual people get angry that's just part of life mm -hmm. and it was a real wake-up call for me and so I processed it using the violet flame technique that I do and it really really cleared the energy and I felt so much better I felt that Whatever was between us was finished and complete, and I was really no longer angry. But then, Shireen, do you want to know what happened next? Yeah, tell us. Please do. Uh, well, more people started showing up right inside my head, uh -oh, <laughs> waiting must to be crowded in there. <laughs> yes, it was really something. They were all waiting to be forgiven. And I began to feel like uh, they were on some kind of cosmic conveyor belt, one right after the other. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so amazing because I started out thinking I didn't have anyone to forgive. So I was, what I learned from that is that forgetting about someone does not necessarily mean you've forgiven them. I ended up forgiving a couple hundred people over a period of months. I, it oh came my so. Gosh. I know. Who knew? <laughs> I began to feel like I love Lucy in the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> you couldn't catch them fast enough. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So this turned out to be a very deep and profound experience because the more people that I use the violet flame forgiveness with, the, the more clear I became 
And at the end of that period, it took about four months of doing this every day for at least an hour, sometimes two hours. And eventually, at the end of that time, I realized I had changed. I realized that so much energy had returned to me as a result of releasing all that old resentment and that my ability to express myself had dramatically increased. It was as if I got to another whole layer of my message, of my voice, of who I am and what I really want to say in the world. It just became so much more clear. It was a very powerful experience. So how has it changed your life now? It deepened my own spiritual experiences so that I can go much deeper in my connections with my I Am Presence and the Ascended Masters that I work with. But also it changed how I am in the world. I'm a speaker, and the speeches I gave from that point on were far more to the point. They had much more punch, more a deeper level of authenticity. I was just basically showing up in the world very differently. I had a deeper sense of who I was and why I was here. Wow, that's amazing. So as a result of all of this forgiveness, you feel as though you have um, opened up and you can communicate better, is that right? And you maybe you even feel better in your own skin, right? Yes, it definitely sharpened everything. It was as if there was um, some cotton gauze around my perceptions that I wasn't even aware of. Because sometimes you don't know something is there until it's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. So I felt that my my thinking and perceptions got sharper and that I could more easily drop into connection with my own divine source. And it really, Charlene, it was really like cleaning the windshield of my soul. Mm. Wow, that's beautiful. That's really it's, beautiful. And this is really the result that my clients are getting, too, because I've been really emphasizing this method and doing the forgiveness work with my clients because so many people are carrying old resentments and and really being angry at themselves for their old mistakes. So you have to forgive yourself, too. And once that happens, the amount of energy that gets released is profound. Mm. Oh, boy, that's beautiful. All right, we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with Sumaya again. And this time, I'm going to ask her, how does she sit in the violet flame? And maybe it's something you can do yourself today. Be right back. To listen to the broadcast live using a regular phone, dial 605-475-1600 and press 1 for Station 1. Or call 716-748-0150 as an alternative.
I'm Sumaya O'Grady, your soul alchemist and spiritual teacher. I can teach you to make a powerful mindset shift that leads to life mastery, clarity of purpose, and accelerated spiritual growth. Would you like sharper thinking, perceptions, and better decision-making? What if I could show you how to free up the energy that's trapped in old mistakes and resentments so you can really move forward? Maybe you'd like a reliable way to connect to your divine source for greater guidance and personal empowerment. If this is what you're looking for, check out my website. You can also get my free gift, which is a guided healing in the Temple of the Violet Flame. Go to souldeepconfidence.com forward slash gift. That's soul, S-O-U-L, deep, D-E-E-P, confidence.com forward slash gift. For more information, you can call me. 707-877-6368 Call in to interact live during the show. Call 888-627-6008 in the U.S. and Canada or 323-744-4831 worldwide. Welcome back. Now we're going to get to the really, really deep good stuff because I want Sumaya to share with you how she works with the violet flame. It's an amazing experience, I know, because I've had it, and she guided me through it. And I have never had such a deep meditation as I have with Sumaya. So Sumaya, would you share with our audience, you know, how do you sit in that violet flame? Where does that come from? And how do we learn more about it other than coming to you and learning how to do it? <laughs> well, those are really great questions. Like you teach it, but you know they can at least get an idea. But I know that you you're so deep into it; it's unbelievable. So go ahead, Sumaya, share that with us. Well, you've asked a lot of really great questions, Shirlene, and I know we probably only have about ten minutes, so I'll try to be really succinct. What I do is that I guide my clients and and myself. This is how I do it and how I guide my clients. To first really connect with your divine source, however you do that. And I teach people a really powerful way to do that. And when you connect to your divine source, it's really about love, about sending love to your divine source, and then receiving love. And so you establish that love connection, and you're sitting in it. Your heart already knows how to do this, so it's not even that difficult. And then 
you see it's the love that powers it's it's the generator that makes the entire meditation work and it's what takes you deeper and deeper into yourself so that you're not bothered by a lot of thoughts and mm-hmm. then once you've established that deeper connection and you can do that really I do this regularly, so it takes me just a couple of minutes. But in the beginning, you'd want to spend 10 or 15 minutes with that part. And then you ask your divine source to bring in the violet flame and to surround you, to envelop and enfold you. And the violet flame then surrounds you from below your feet all the way above your head, and it forms a um, a, sort of like a a tube or a um, just a covering all the way around you for about three feet all the way out in all directions so that you're enveloped in it and it's a cool flame and it's a very soothing experience and then you just bring up to it whatever you want to release if you're working on something that you're angry about or upset about, you just ask the flame to consume whatever that energy is. You might say something like, I am the mighty violet flame consuming this anger or consuming my resentment with so-and-so. You just bring up, you know, fill in the blank And you just keep doing it and seeing the flame carrying it away, consuming it, burning it away. When I say burning, this is not something that's painful. It's something that's very relaxing. Mm -hmm. And you just release more and more into the violet flame. It's so versatile that you can bring almost anything into it. Mm. So, you know, I've noticed that when... I sit in the violet flame. Sometimes it comes in like a a tornado and it twists all around me. And sometimes it just covers me completely. Have you ever had that experience? Yes. Actually, initially, um, I felt it as a spiral, spiraling around me. And for the longest time, that's what it looked like or felt like. And I'm glad you brought that up because I forgot to mention that. Sometimes it does just seem like it's blazing up from below to above, and other times it'll swirl around you, and it doesn't matter however you see it and your meditation or feel it is perfect for you in that moment. Yeah, and sometimes it's even cold. Have you noticed that? Yes. Yeah. And and sometimes it's just very soothing and comforting which I associate with warmth. But mm-hmm. other times it's cooling if I'm in a <laughs> an overheated state because I'm working on something really emotional. Uh-huh. The flame just helps me cool down. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. So you teach people in do you teach people in your course that you do about the violet flame and Saint Germain? Yes, I do. I've mm. developed an entire set of meditations and a way to bring people deeper into these very powerful tools. And I have an introductory course, which I teach. Um, it's a live video course. And then I have a deeper course 
that I recommend for people who've taken my introductory course. Wonderful. Now tell me, um, some people don't know who St. Germain is. Could you just briefly share with us who he is and, and what he's all about? I know that's hard to do briefly. <laughs> I will try. Uh, St. Germain is an Ascended Master who has been in the Ascended State for, according to some sources, 70,000 years. He has been around for a long time and is a very, very advanced being. And yet I find that he has a wonderful sense of humor and is a very loving presence. He is the master of the violet flame, which is also known as the seventh ray. There are seven major rays of of cosmic energy that have created the world. It's kind of analogous to the world being created in seven days. Mm-hmm. And the seventh ray is the violet flame, and in many ways, that seventh ray includes all of the other six. Mm. It's a culmination, and uh-huh. St. Germain's uh, spiritual development is such that he is the master of that ray. And so when you connect with the violet flame, you really are connecting with him. And that means you get his guidance and help. If you call on him, he's there. And the more you call on him, the more you're able to sense that presence and to get guidance from him. Yeah, and you know, I just want to give everybody a heads up today. It's so important that if you want something or you want to manifest something, that you ask. you got to ask for it. Yes. And it really makes a difference. And even Jesus said that we need to ask. So if you are wanting something... And it's something that's really good for you, by the way. (laughs) Ask. Just ask for it. You know, knock and the door will open. That's how it works. So even when you're working with St. Germain, you ask at the same time. Right, Sumaya? Yes, absolutely. I I will say something like, guide me about this or give me information about this. I mean, I'm not... Um, very shy about that. He mm-hmm. he wants to be um, connected with, and he wants us to to call on him. And so, I usually use the imperative form of the verb. I'm not saying, "Oh, will you please help me with this?" It's more of a command. Right. I want this guidance, and I could really use it now. (laughs) (laughs) No begging, he says. No begging. (laughs) No begging whatsoever. That's the beauty of the I Am teachings, is that you are speaking as your divine self, so you can command as a divine being. That's awesome. Yeah, that's absolutely true, and I do it. That's how... I live my life, but the funny thing is, you were saying they've got quite a sense of humor, and, and I'll agree with that, because they were telling me from January forward I was going to the Tetons for this retreat in May, but they never gave me a date. 
Oh. <laughs> and I only got the date a week and a half ago, and it really made a mess out of my life because I'm flying on the 18th, and the whole day was booked with, I had a TV show, I had a radio show to be interviewed on. There were all kinds of things going on, but they told me the 18th to the 23rd. And then when I looked at the internet to see where I, you know, I didn't even know where I was supposed to go. I've only been there <laughs> one time before. And um, it turned out that the 18th was when they opened the gate so you could drive up the mountain. Otherwise, I would have had to hike it all that way. But I had no idea till I went on the internet and I found that out. So, but I've been asking Sumaya long before that. <laughs> but they wait till the last minute with me. <laughs> yes, I don't know why that is. <laughs> they, I think, divine timing is very different than human timing. <laughs> and on the spiritual path, you find that out. Yeah, um, you're right. Well, Sumaya, I've loved having you on the show today. You've given us so much great information and you're just such a wealth of information which is why I wanted to have you on this very first show our inaugural show and I wonder do you have any final comment to make that you could share with us yes and I'd like to talk just so, for a minute about meditation because the, you can't do it wrong the only thing you can do wrong is to give up and not do it. That you really do have enlightened genes and that you really are designed to be able to connect with your divine source and to meditate and to tap into that deeper power that's within you. We are designed to do that. Mm. Beautiful, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for being with me today, Sumaya. And we'll be back next week at the same time on Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific. And you've got the number. Call in and ask your questions. And I'm going to be sharing with you what it was like in the Grand Tetons and my personal retreat. So see you next week. And thanks for being with us today. Thank you for joining us on the Ascended Masters at Work show with spiritual life coach, Reverend Shirlene Reeves. We hope you found our message enlightening in a way that will change your everyday interactions in work and play. Share the love. Pass on our web address, ascendedmastersatwork.com, and if you have a great story to share, we'd love to have you on the show. This has been a Massive Visibility Media Production. Join us next week for the Ascended Masters at Work show. And while remembering the words of the late Wayne Dyer, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. We say Namaste.